Gotta appease the ladies, you That's know? right. little something for the ladies. My name is Darian. I have returned. I am back with Buddy in the house. Yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? What is going on, young man? Oh, man. How's life uh, treating you? Uh, fabulous. Fabuloso. Fabuloso. My week was nominally better than last week. Oh, that's good. Uh, I didn't have to kill any of my pets. That's good. And that's like already in one in the, pl- in the bonus column right there. <laughs> I know, right? Given my track record of late, I think I'm doing pretty fucking good, buddy. <laughs> yeah, nobody died this Nobody week, died. Right? <laughs> uh, no pets were uh, left behind. And okay. uh, I'm here for the show. All right. I'm here for the big show. Uh, woo! Where, where's Monica? <laughs> oh, oh, shit! <laughs> I mean, most of my pets, I should say. <laughs> Monica could not be here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. She sends her deepest apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a, uh, a bunch of crap coming at you. Buddy, What? anything cool happen to you this week? What do we need to know about? Uh, this week... Um no, still working like crazy. That's what I figured. That's why I don't ask you how your week went anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know it's just going to depress me and make me feel like a lazy shit. So I don't even bother. I just assume that you're working too hard and probably not making enough money. And uh, I uh, don't work nearly hard enough for the amount of money that I make. <laughs> and I, you may, I, I feel bad talking to you. Oh, do you? I want you to know that. You know, I feel not good about it. <laughs> Not that I'm going to give it up. <laughs> yeah, don't feel that bad about I it. I don't, but I do. It does cause me some distress periodically to hear you talk about your various jobs. Uh, we got the usual shit show coming at you this weekend, mates. We got uh, a Terradome championship to crown. Two Terradome championships crown. We got uh, a couple of movies to talk about, some horror news and reviews. Let's kick it right into high gear with a little horror news, oh, yeah. buddy. Horror news, buddy. Horror news. Horror news. (laughs) Horror news. What do you got there, big guy? All right, so the genre vets Lan Henriksen and Tobin Bell set to star in an indie thriller called Awaken. I like that. I like both those guys. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, I, that, that's, I think that's Monica's wet dream. Two crusty old guys. All right. At the same time. 
Woo! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, do you want to put your teeth back in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Universal acquires Christmas thriller Violent Night from mm. Sonic writers. The guys who did Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That movie's kicking ass right now in the box office. I know it is. I, I, I'm actually, uh, I kind of want to see it. Uh, me too. I heard good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix, Marianne will not be returning for a second season. You are correct, sir. Yeah. I, that's too bad because I actually liked the first season. I even told you guys. Oh, watch you that. did. I liked and it, I so. have been meaning to actually look at that, Yeah, which I will do at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even at the ending of the first season, it, they definitely left it open just yeah. for season two. And I was all excited for it. And now I read this. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It's too bad because... Netflix is where other shows go after they've been canceled. Yeah. Netflix picks them up. Yeah. So if Netflix cancels it. You know it's done. It's done. Yeah. There's nowhere to go, babe. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Mm. Macaulay Culkin. (laughs) You know the name? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you do. He will be in American Horror Story Season 10. Oh, shit. I like that. Wow. Uh, He just might be a crazy enough guy to be fit. You know? Sure, he'll. I mean, look at that yeah, whole cast looking. is like a sideshow to begin with. Yeah, you know, you got wow. other crazy hot people and wildly unattractive people, and mm-hmm. it, he'll fit right in there. Yeah, uh, Christopher Landon. You know the name. Mm-hmm. You do know the name. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Do where do you know the name from? I'm trying to think. He's an actor, right? No, oh, he's okay. a director directed uh, uh, Paranormal Activity: Ghost Dimension. Oh, okay. And he has just been confirmed for another installment in the Paranormal Activity franchise. Excuse me. Are you Mm. ready for some more Paranormal Activity there, buddy? It's been like, what, six, seven years since the last Yeah, they were pumping them out every year, and then they just kind of went... Yeah. I think Bloomhouse is hurting. Yeah. They're trying to revitalize all the old franchise. What are we going to go with this one? Because that last one was weird. I never saw the last one. Yeah. I heard I heard nothing good about it. No, it was it was poo. I should probably j- j- get in there anyway. I wasn't a fan of uh that other one where they went to the hood. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Yeah, that one was What crap. was that? Uh um I, I don't remember. I just uh, remember the phone booth thing yeah. in the parking lot. Ah. Yeah. Fuck out of here with this. Uh looks like all season all nine seasons of American Horror Story are currently streaming on Hulu. Oh, okay. So if you have like... It's weird. It's going to have commercials, right? I imagine. Most shows on Hulu do. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you watch it on the CW, it's going to have... Or FX, it's going to have commercials too. Oh, yeah. That's why I just get them on Blu-ray, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Fuck that. Yeah, but I don't want to buy them yet until they're done. I, get, I don't know that it's going to be done anytime know, right? soon. <laughs> they keep uh, adding... What do you think is going to last longer, The Walking Dead or American Horror Story? Hopefully American Hopefully Horror Story. Hopefully American Horror <laughs> Fucking spinoffs with The Walking Dead. Uh, I know. There's like 13 different Walking Dead shows now. <laughs> There really is. They're all depressing as shit. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that? I'm almost done with zombies. I, yeah. I'm rooting for the zombies at this point. <laughs> know, this right? morose group of fuckers, kill them all. Yeah. Get out of here with this. Go zombies. I'd rather have something like Nazi zombies, you know. Oh, that'd be a kick-ass yeah. series. <laughs> there you go, Dead Dead Snow series. Oh, yeah. that would be awesome. You can't uh, with the Nazis these days. Eh, you know. Well, little, you know, you put it in a different country, and why uh, not? maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta you, make it in the UK. They can get away with anything. <laughs> you, you gotta be real selective with your Nazi placement. That's all I'm saying. You can't, you can't just be spreading them out there. Uh, escape room. 
part two. Have you seen Escape Room yet? No, I haven't. It's a pretty good show. Okay. Escape Room 2 uh, gets a December 2020 release date. Oh. I recommend wow. Escape Room. I really dug that one. I thought it was pretty good. I might watch it closer to the end of the year and then watch them. Try to try to get them both in? Yeah. Do like a back-to-back thing? Yeah. That way Very I cool. like, oh, that way I remember it more. Okay. Right on. Mm-hmm. That's all we got on the horror news. Hot stuff. Nice. Let's, let's get ourselves into some listener mail. Oh, yeah. We got, oh, I got to play the goddamn thing. <laughs> I got to play the fucking, um, can you tell I'm over this whole podcasting <laughs> thing? <laughs> I might be hanging up the microphone here pretty quick. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Calm down. Everybody calm down. Listener mail. Darren said he's not going to do the show anymore. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. He's not going to do it, and I'm not going to listen. That's it. That's it. I'm not even going to listen if he's not going to do it. Listener mail. Only going to write in once a month. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Listener mail. Yeah. Let's see who is coming in on the listener mail action. Here comes from Sydney, Australia. Tim. Hey, Tim. Our main man, Tim, is in the house. Yeah. Horror for Dummies podcast. You can find that right here on the Padded Room Network. Handsome little devil. Handsome guy that he is. Subject line, Terradome Championship. Terradome Championship. Hello, you sexy, beautiful people. How are we this week? Straight in the Terradome Championship singles. This one is tough, but at the same time, it's such a good fight, it's definitely championship material. I mean, both fighters are very similar. Same size, similar ability. Both were killed by a mob, and both can be destroyed in the same way. All you have to do is forget about them. Hmm. But look at how the Candyman was killed in the first film. He was burnt to death. I'm sure Freddy has enough fire to take him out. I'm taking Freddy on this. Can't think of a way Candyman defeats Freddy. Well, I mean, if that's what you want to go with. Well, apparently uh, it didn't kill him because he did come back. That's true. <laughs> and uh, have you seen the trailers for the new Candyman? Yes, right? I did. It looks, looks pretty awesome. fucking dope. Yeah. I do have one problem with it, though. Huh. Uh, whoever is doing the voiceover for the Candyman yeah. sounds ridiculous. Yes, I agree with that. Oh. Like, it's like a Batman. You ain't going to tell me you couldn't get Tony Todd to get behind a microphone? Yeah. I, I know he's put on that, a couple of pounds. It's fine. But still the voice. You need, I'd say, if it's just the voice, then get yeah, Tony Todd in there. in there. Yeah. I'm into it. Pay the extra bucks and you. I'll pay him. He works cheap, from right. what I understand. Kickstart it. I'll, ki- I'll kickstart him. <laughs> right? I'll, yeah, kickstart. Jump voice. on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, teams, let's make history. Put me down for the blind dead. That's all I got this week, guys. Much love to you. All right. All right, Tim. Thanks, You're locked Tim. in there. Love you, man. Uh, he wrote in again. Oh yeah. Here he comes again. Uh, Tim coming in. Subject line. Subject line. Why I love you. Oh. He must be talking to you. <laughs> I forgot to mention last week's antics is the reason why I love this show. Darian's southern accent and Buddy's charm is one of the is one thing, but then Monica comes in with a stone cold stunner and says what she said about the midget child slash man boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, as someone who has a weird attraction to midgets, I'm glad she didn't have an abortion, but goddamn <laughs> Did that make me laugh? <laughs> I love the non-filter of Monica. Anyway, last week's oh. show was a lot of fun. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Tim. Thanks, Tim. That's why we keep her around. Oh, yeah. That and her willingness to pull her boobs out pretty much on demand. Right. I mean, that helps quite a bit. I'll pull mine out. Nobody wants to see them, though. 
Well, it comes. takes you too long to unbutton your. You know, shirt. I got a lot of I got a tie. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of clothes going on here. Um, here comes uh, from Houston, Texas, our main man Lance. Hey, Lance! The Horror Returns podcast. Mm-hmm. Subject line: Blind Dead for the Win. Hey guys, as much as I love the Candyman movies and I'm looking forward to the new one, I think Freddy would take this one. He would get into Candyman's dreams and make the Candyman think Winnie the Pooh was eating all of his honey. (laughs) I'm not going to dignify that with a reply, Lance. Uh, That would drive Candyman insane and just imagine all the terrible one-liners Freddy would be spewing as the animated bear proceeded to lick honey out of the jar for all eternity. That's getting borderline pornographic there, sir. (laughs) Mm. Let's hear it for the blind dead. There is no fucking way they should have made it this far. <laughs> right. <laughs> but why not? Blind dead for the win. <laughs> because why because not? Because why not, Lance? That's what I say. We're doing it, man. We're doing it this year. Let's go back to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Jalisa. Hey, Jalisa. The first lady of Horror for Dummies. Subject line, Terror Dome. Hello, padded room. I want to put in my picks for the Terra Dome, if I may. Singles, I got to take the man of my dreams, Freddy. Well, fuck. Uh, and teams, I'm going to go with the blind dead because I don't want to vote for Nazis. Thanks, guys. Stay classy. Oh, yeah. We're running away oh, with it. Wow. They're both running away with it. Holy moly. We got some voicemails here. All right. Buckaroo. As soon as I find what I'm... I don't even know what I'm looking for. voicemails let's go down to alabama with the um lament configuration of people that call into the podcast Alan Georgia. <laughs> i added that last part myself Room. What's up? What's up, Alan? Gary, hey, Alan. Man, of people to call into your show. Sure. Hope everybody's doing good. Yeah. Um, Teradome. Give me Candyman. That a Porsche is a fucking hate friend. And I love the Cinderella story. Blind Dad. You got all it. the way. Let's see him take it home. <laughs> anyway, I don't really know who Monica is. Um, anything else? Let's see. Um, Moonshine, talking about Moonshine. Yeah. Moonshine's still actually, like, really big in the South. Really? Uh, there's people who won't drink bonded liquor. Hmm. You know, they want Moonshine, and the recipes get handed down through generations. And, um, hmm. if you ever get a hold of some, light it on fire. If it burns blue, it's good to drink. If it burns any other color, don't drink it. Really? That means it's got toxins in it. Anyway, um, yeah, like, there's a gas station I know of um, in Rimlap, Alabama, where you can buy moonshine. Oh, wow. Anyway, that's uh, all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I got some moonshine tobacco, two for five bucks. I'll try, you know, I'll try anything once. But if I have to light it on fire to find out if it's... If potable it, right that's probably not a good sign <laughs> yeah, if it lights on fire you think it wouldn't okay be. <laughs> well that's a, that's a good stopping point right it's, yeah. if it's that flammable i probably don't want to drink it right yeah. jesus christ man <laughs> definitely don't want to smoke after it definitely jeez <laughs> blow your whole face off 
Let's get down to Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom. Hey, yo. What's up? That was my favorite degenerate good. week. So far, so good. Hope everybody is doing well, and I uh, hope everybody's there. I know Miss Monica says she may not be. She is not, sir. She is not. Anyhow, uh, hey, sorry I missed last week. Oh, it's all good. So, it's all you good. know, I mean, real world got in the way Son and all of that bitch. bullshit. But, uh, yeah, I did want to get caught up with you guys. And, uh, of course, with Aerodome, uh, yeah, well, hopefully Miss Monica is there because I know you guys are talking about, uh, like, the history of Mardi Gras Mm -hmm. and, uh, like, what the religious, like, backgrounds and undertones and all that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just real quick, uh, it's kind of a funny thing because it is such a party and debauchery type thing. It actually does have religious roots in the sense that... uh, uh, Fat Tuesday, the culmination of all the Mardi Gras parties, is um, Ash. You know, the day before Ash Wednesday. Right. And uh, I was raised Catholic, so if you were raised Catholic, if you were Catholic, you were supposed to like, yeah, you're supposed to give shit up for like Lent. You know, so mm-hmm. a lot of people like give up vices. You know, like they'll quit smoking, or you know, I'm not going to say not going to drink ca- coffee or some bullshit or quit okay. drinking. So it kind of is funny that um, all this like debauchery and whatnot it's about kind of blowing it out you know like getting your last big hurrahs in before you know you got to give it up for Lent. so oh it's kind of a weird thing uh totally you know, because like you said it is kind of like i'm not giving those known up. for you know sin drinking debauchery all that yeah. bullshit but it actually yeah. does have like some religious uh background too that's it. cool um oh and then she was saying why is it such like a horror convention or what have you? Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck, man? Go fucking have fun down there. Yeah, totally. Anyway, uh, on to the Terror Dome uh, real quick. Uh, all right, so look, we got Freddy and the Candyman. Right. Man, i got to go with the Candyman on this one here. Yeah, that a boy. You know, I don't even know how that, that, that these two could meet up, you know, Um Good luck on that writing there, Darian. But, okay. Uh, give me the candy. Man. You got it. And now for teams. The <laughs> <laughs> fucking blind dead, really. <laughs> yeah. On principle, I never vote uh, for the Nazi zombies because fuck the Nazis. Right. And on principle, I never vote with the blind dead because they shouldn't fucking even be there. Well, okay, <laughs> then. But all right, it seems fucking inevitable, so let's go for it. Fucking the blind dead. Yeah. Woohoo. Woo! Uh, Also, um, like I said, I'm about a week behind here. Did I understand you correct? GP. Oh, GP. GP. That's all right, he called back. G-motherfucking piece. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, like I said, I was like a week or so behind, but did I understand you correctly that uh, new Resident Evil flick and he who cha-chas behind the rose is playing Alice? Or did I get all... I think there was something going on with that last week or the uh... week before, and it's like, what the fuck, man? I, that's, a, that's a weird one for me there. Uh, yeah. I love you. Like, oh, hey... Darian, yep. seriously, man. Hey, sorry your 2020 sucks, man. Sorry it's off to a rough start. Oh, it's all yeah. good. Fuck it. And hey, on the positive, 
There's only 10 months to go in the year, right? <laughs> so, anyway, sorry, man. Sorry to hear you had to push dog down. That's, uh, that's it happens. Shit, but uh, just know you did the right thing and uh, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. all right, all. I've blabbed on long enough. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Love you too. Very cool. Wow. Yeah, it happens, man. It's a motherfucker. Um, I don't remember cha-chaing behind the rose having anything to do with Resident Evil. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about with that. Does that ring any bells to you? Mm. I'm sure. Look, Tom Hardy, I'm not going to lie to you. We do like four or five shots before the show, usually. Yeah. We're on a bit of a dry spell because I'm too cheap to go buy more alcohol. (laughs) We're settling for uh, Bud Platinum's. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about with that. But uh, thanks for calling in. That concludes the listener mail section. Buddy, do you have anybody, anything for... Uh, anything in the junk folder? I don't know. I should probably look, huh? Let's take a quick sneak peek at the junk folder. Yo, we got a last-minute entry here. <clears throat> All right. From right here in Reno, Nevada. It's Violet. Ooh, hey, Violet. Subject line, just voting. Hey, guys, it's been a while, but I see that I'm still in the competition, so I'm voting for Nazi zombies. Whatever, dude. And the Candyman... All right. Candyman was her uh, her guy. Yeah, she Candyman picked was him, her right? Guy. By the way, interesting theme this month. I didn't expect you to agree to anime. It was hard for me to feel the horror in a cartoon, but maybe there's really spooky one out there. Ciao. Right on, Violet. Thanks for writing in, baby yeah. doll. Thanks, and Violet. that concludes our listener mail segment. Uh, I say we go live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Yeah, let's do it. With some Vampire Hunter D. Ooh. Say your prayers and hope for pleasant dreams. When darkness falls and all is quiet and peaceful and you are most asleep. The undead awake. Late at night, the undead prowl and search for blood. No one is safe. There is no way out. There is only one hope. One man who rides alone. He is both good and evil, darkness and light. He is the vampire hunter.
survival. That's right, inmates. We are talking about Vampire Hunter D. Uh, it's from the year 2001. It is directed by, uh, oh, God, <laughs> Yoshiaki Kawajiri and written by Hideyuki Kuwakuchi. Kuiguchi? Kuchi Kuchi. Gucci Gucci. You're being racially insensitive, you fucker. Stop it. Stop it right now. You need to grow up. Uh, I got 7.7 stars on IMDb. Hell yeah. That is pretty fucking good, mm. man. Uh, I picked a good one. Yeah, this is Buddy's pick. It stars Andrew Philpot, John Rafter Lee, and Pamela Adlon. Those are all voice actors, obviously. Uh, this is anime, dude. So if you're not in the mood for anime, then don't even bother with this shit. If you do like some anime, some horror anime, this one, I don't know that I call this one horror. I call this more of a gothic romance with action. There's some action involved. Mm -hmm. So I love Vampire Hunter D. I have one and two. So, Raven, this is part three, right? Bloodlust, I think. I think it's part three. I don't know. I don't know anything about Vampire Hunter D. And to be honest with you, I probably should have watched the first two (laughs) movies first. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I'm into it. <clears throat> so we start off. This is uh, it's animated, and it's that Japanese style of animation, which means everybody has ridiculous haircuts, mm-hmm. some bizarro fashion sense, and like weird tight fitting things that uh, are. I think they're supposed to be tactical, but. If you look at them, you're like, there's no fucking way a real person could wear that. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to go right off the rails here. So uh, we start off in a gothic city. Um, middle of the night, lots of uh, spires, lots of uh, like, you know, gothic architecture. Mm-hmm. And we get a, a horse-drawn carriage flying through the streets. Four horses, they're all black. Carriage is creepy, mm-hmm. you know, it's fucking horse-drawn carriage. And uh, basically, a really hot chick wakes up in the middle of the night, looks out the window, and then there's somebody creeping like up to her window, and then poof, she's gone, which is gnarly. That's Japan for you. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever been to Silent Hill? I don't believe it's an actual place, Brandon, but if it was, I would go there. Cause, yeah. Why not? I mean, <laughs> as long as I can leave when I choose, at a time of my choosing, then I would go there. Uh, regardless, so she's gone. Right, and now uh, she's vanished. So now we're going to cut to the next day. Well, actually, we get a little insert here where they talk about this is the distant future. Hiya! Hiya! I'm, I get a little animated wow. myself. So excited. <laughs> um, this is the distant future, and uh, apparently, I, I feel like this was a post-apocalyptic situation because... Um, I don't know. I don't know why I came to that conclusion now that I think about it. It felt post-apocalyptic. Did it, did it feel that way to you mm-hmm. at all? No? Okay. Uh, regardless, we're in the distant future, and mm-hmm. vampires are real, and they uh, are uh, they're, they're vampires, yeah. so fuck those guys, right? Uh, they are, like, being hunted, and people, normal humans like us who can hunt vampires, uh, make quite a bit of money doing so. So. Yeah. 
one of the clowns I follow, he went. How did he get there, Brandon? Because that's what I'd like to. If he could draw me a map or something, I'll go to Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. As long as I can, like I said, as long as I can leave. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that's uh, pretty gnarly. And now we're going to cut back into the story. Hi guys, hope you're doing well. We're doing pretty good, Ryan. Thanks yeah, for asking. Thanks, Ryan. So now we're getting back into the story. We cut to the like a couple days later. Uh, we get to meet our main character, the titular Vampire Hunter D. Don't you even think about laughing, you immature shit. Uh, from there, he's rolling up on the scene. Now, the young lady that got abducted from the house, apparently she's some kind of nobility or royalty. And her brother and her father are really wanting to get her back. And they're willing to pay Vampire Hunter D $10 million to bring her back, mm-hmm. alive or dead, which sucks. Uh, the brother's kind of a cock about it. He's like, you better bring her back like a human being. Mm-hmm. And dad's like, look, shut up, you prick. Uh, let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. If she's one of those things, you go ahead and put her down and we'll call it even. And then the brother's like, no, you fucker, you bring her back. And then they go back and forth for a minute. And what we're going to realize here is that uh, they actually hunt. They actually hired another team uh, just before, a team that goes with the Marcus Brothers. And they're like a team of vampire hunters. And there's some competition now, so watch out. The Marcus Brothers are on the scene. And they're, they, they're called the Marcus Brothers, but there's actually, uh, what, five of them? I think yeah. there's actually five of them to include a sexy, I think, young lady. I think she was supposed to be sexy, Layla. Um, but it's anime, so she's got like weird spiky hair and a skin tight, uh, like a wetsuit situation. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what. I don't know what they're going for with this. And the rest of the Marcus brothers, holy cow, they look like they jumped out of uh, '80s music videos for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some competition there. So. D is like, uh, I'm not doing it. Fuck this shit. And they're like, 20 million. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Now let's talk about Vampire Hunter D for a second. Um, I'm going to call him the Indiana Jones of uh, Vampire Hunters. Oh, yeah? He he, he basically dresses like the Undertaker. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. He's got a He's got like a robot horse that... I guess that's what they have in the future. I don't know why they wouldn't just have cars. They have cars also. I don't know why he wouldn't get one. He's got to have a robot horse instead. Maybe that serves some kind of a purpose that I don't understand. Uh, so he's like, all right, I'll take the job, goddammit. Now we're going to cut to the Marcus Brothers. They're already on the road after this dude. Now, we, we know, the Marcus Brothers know a thing or two about the vampire in question. His name is Meyer, and uh, he's a bit of a... I mean, we're just going to assume that he's a prick. We don't, we're not really going to get to know this dude too well. But we will cut back and forth mm-hmm. to Meyer. And what was her name? Cassandra, the chick that he took? I think so. I think it's Cassandra. And we're going to find out what's really going on with these two. But for now, we're going we're gonna to catch up with the Marcus brothers. There's five of them. Um, the main guy looks like... Um, what does he look like, buddy? He looks like... Um, um, character from a video game he looks like one of the marcus there you go yeah he looks like i don't even sure i've never played gears of war oh okay oh wait yeah i have yeah no yeah he does yeah (laughs) Yeah. he's got that weird facial like the wraparound beard that doesn't i don't know Uh, maybe that's a japanese thing um (laughs) hey what's up courtney how are you we're talking about vampire hunter d 
Now, the, he, that's, he's like the leader, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a crew of cronies. He's got a, a guy that is like laid out in a hospital bed for some reason. We'll get to that in a second. And he's got Layla, the token hot chick. He's got a really buff dude with a cross like tattooed on his face. And he's got another guy that's really good with knives. Cause if you're going to have some kind of a, you know, elite hunting team or military team, you got to have a guy that's good with knives. Don't know how that's going to come into play, but we'll find out here in a second. So mm-hmm. they're on the trail, and they come to the next town, which they suspect that uh, Meyer and Cassandra rolled through. Uh, unfortunately, they get there in the middle of the night, and it's a cemetery. And apparently Meyer had stopped and made everybody in this town into a vampire. But they're not like real vampires. They're more like zombies. So they all come out of the, the ground, and they start walking out into the street, and they're like, oh, these fucking zombies are everywhere. So... Uh, the, the Marcus brothers pretty much lay waste to all these guys, which is cool because they've got some weird weapons. Yeah. Marcus, for example, has like a crossbow that's affixed to his forearm. So he, but it's like a rapid fire situation. Massively so, rapid. Yeah. Fire. He can f- fire off like 900 arrows <laughs> like that. I don't know how he does it. And <laughs> to be honest with you, they never show him actually firing the thing. They just show him loading and then arrows go flying all over the fucking place. <laughs> right. Okay, I'll sign off on it. And they glow in the dark too, which yeah. is kind of cool. I don't. Maybe they're blessed or something. Uh, we have uh, the big guy. He's got like a giant hammer mallet stake situation, and he just starts spinning around with it and clearing out the zombies. Uh, mm-hmm. Knife guy goes, you know, firing around, and he's throwing out the the knives. They're like they're kind of like Chinese throwing stars, but they're all knives. Like so size the, yeah, almost. they're like the size of a you know like a good like a good hunt, but they go out on all the different vam uh, vam bombies vam bombies Courtney vam bombies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a porno <laughs> that I would beat off to vam <laughs> bombies. Welcome to stage three, I, stage I, yeah, three, Van Bombers. I think that's Van Bimbos. <laughs> I probably have beat off to that one. I think I, I think I already did that one, Courtney. Thank you for reiterating. Uh, but uh, they, yeah, they just lay waste to this whole town, and they've killed just about all the goddamn zombies. Um, and then uh, D comes riding over the hill and catches one of uh, the mm. leader's arrows, and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing? Hey, that was pretty cool." Uh, you must be D. Uh, they said they might hire you too. We should work together and we'll split the, the, the money. And D's like, I work alone. And then he just rides off. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know what D's problem is, but I feel like, uh, the, I don't know if it was the voice actor or what, but like monotone, the whole the movie. The whole movie. And he, I mean, to be fair, I think he only talks like four or five times. Well... Parts of him talk more than that. It's a weird. We're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. He's got a weird thing going on. We'll get there in just one second. Uh, but uh, so that's kind of cool. And then he goes riding off back on the trail. Um, we get to spend a little more time with the Marcus brothers. They've got like this Jeepers Creepers esque rig for vampire hunting, and they've got the hospital bed in the back with the other dude. And uh, there's like motorcycles affixed to the sides of it. It's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty yeah. cool rig. Um, and they're like, Oh, that was D. He's one of the Dunpeels. Now the Dunpeels is like the, the family that D comes out of. I, now that I think about it, D probably stands for Dunpeel. Yeah. So that would make sense. Um, and he's actually half a vampire himself. 
Now, he can hang out in the daytime, so don't worry about that, but only for a short while, and he's a lot weaker during the day than most you know, normal mm-hmm. people. So that brings – I mean, do you think they borrowed from Blade, or did Blade borrow from them, do you suppose? The fir- if I'm not mistaken, the first Vampire Hunter D came out in 1985. Oh, wow. But the first Blade comic book, I believe, came out in the late 70s. Hmm. So it could go either way, way, really. I mean, whatever. My brother sent me one through four. I want to start from the beginning and work it. Okay, Courtney. Four movies, huh? Four movies, huh? So this is part three, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. So um, he's like, all right, we now we're gonna we're gonna hang out with D for a while while he's on the trail of Meyer and Cassandra. Uh, he's got a he's got a face on his hand, and I don't know how that got there. I should uh, put, if I watch the first two movies, I might explain a little bit. But he's got a goddamn face in his hand. And this fucking face on annoying. his hand is a bit of an asshole. He's like, come on, you son of a bitch. We got to get him, and then we're going to get rich with the money. And he's like, I wish you'd stop talking. Come on, we got to get going again, you fucking ass prick. Yeah. Ass prick, that's a new thing I'm, uh, I'm bringing in. Okay. Uh, so that... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're on the trail. They come to uh, like a big open desert, and they have to cross the desert. And they're about to cross the desert when um, I'm just going to say giant stingrays come out of the, the, the sand and start flying off to the through the air. And they're like, oh, fuck. There's a big – those things will probably eat us. So D's like – I know a way around it. And then he just like rides his horse and he starts hopping from stingray to stingray to get to the other side of the desert. All right, I guess that's cool. That, I don't know that that really needed to be in the movie, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to cut to the, um, what do you call there, the uh, Marcus brothers. They found a way around the desert and are now in front of D. Now, this is where things get a little tricky here. Because they're hot on the trail, uh, they're actually like closer to uh, Meyer and Cassandra than Dee is, and they come to like a big valley. And in order to get through the valley, there's like a civilization of monsters living in the valley. Um, for the purposes of this film, they're referred to as the Barbaroi, but let's go ahead and call them what they really are. They're the night breed, and they've yeah. got like they've got like a whole smattering. There's like a half snake chick. Mm-hmm. And there's some werewolves running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a creepy old guy who doesn't appear to be a monster, but I suspect he had something going on. And he's a little pervy, too. He, yeah. he got a little little pervy on us. Um, but anyway, the Barbaroi isn't going to let them pass. So they get out, and they're like, hey, um, you mind if we come through here? And then the Barbaroi just st- starts attacking him. Now, they've got one guy that is really cool. He can, like, sink himself into shadows and travel through shadows and he can get out of the shadows, stab you in the shadow, and that will kill you. And that's exactly what he does yeah. to the big buff guy. Stabs him in the shadow, and the big buff guy's like, what are you fucking doing? And then he goes, ah! And then he starts bleeding out of everywhere. Watch out for the shadow. Watch your shadows. And then he just dies on the spot. So all re- up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even fall over. He's just standing there, dead. <laughs> Shit. Should we push him over or just leave him here? Can't bury him standing up, now can we? Push him over, is what I say. How am I pervy, Connor? <laughs> Connor, you need to get your mind out of the gutter and stop talking about sex. Jesus Christ. So that's kind of weird. That's you know, some of the monsters that they're dealing with. So unfortunately, the, uh, um, 
the Marcus brothers decide they're going to go in hard and try to fight their way through these monsters. Now, this is where things get a little wacky because they go in there with all their guns and their shooting and all that shit, mm-hmm. and they're on the point of getting their ass kicked because the shadow guy is really fucking them up. Oh, yeah. But they've got that dude in the hospital bed back there. Grover? I think, I don't know what his fucking name was. Was it Grover? I think it was Grover. We're going to call him Grover. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Uh, they shoot this. This is a weird situation here. Hey, Summer's in the house. What's hey, up, Summer? Summer. They're, they're going to shoot this guy up with some drugs, which causes him to astral project, I think, astral project, have some kind of an out-of-body experience, mm-hmm. turns him into like a angel of light or something, yeah. and he like projects himself into the fight and just starts... Like shooting, shooting lasers <laughs> out yeah. of himself. Light lasers. And blowing everybody up. Boosh, like big explosions. Yeah, he was badass. Yeah, I don't know what his... He didn't even have to get out of bed. I know. He killed everybody. I'd like to go to work that way. Me too. <laughs> just lay in yeah, bed. Just lay in just bed. Let, let, I'm going to let my light <laughs> self go deal with the fucking jerk-offs at work. Right. Um, so that's kind of weird. Uh, but they managed to get through the Barbaroi. Now, a couple minutes later, well, not a couple minutes, probably like the next day or so, uh, D rolls up and he's like, Hey man, I have no problem with the Barbaroi. I just need to get through there. And they're they, here comes the creepy old, uh, leader of the Barbaroi. He's like, you're very attractive. I hope that doesn't make you uncomfortable. Me saying you're attractive, me being an old man and you being very young, I'd like to touch you and admire you. <laughs> it's got to be a japanese thing right because that i mean <laughs> yeah that's but... creepy that's like cr- i would rather deal with the shadow guy than this creepy old guy yeah, right? and he's like pedaling back and forth on a fucking tricycle while he's doing this mm-hmm. which makes it even weirder like mocking him yeah but uh eventually uh d's like you know what i'm just gonna get the fuck out. you guys want to chase me go right ahead so he gets on his horse and just hauls ass through there uh they chase him for a little while uh, they get he gets through the valley out into like this abandoned city ruinous kind of an area, mm-hmm. and he gets to to fighting off the the Barbaroi there. Now about this time, he's going to fly right past the uh, the Marcus brothers, and they come to what I'm going to say is a mirror tower, and I'm not sure what the point of this was, but they're like, hey. There's the mirror tower. That's where he hides. I think it might have been Meyer's house, right? It was made out of mirrors, yeah. though, so nobody could see it. So you're like, oh, there's going to be some high-tech security systems over there. So D is like, well, I know how to beat these security systems. So he picks up a handful of rocks and just starts flicking them up in the air as he walks. And then, like, these laser eyes show up and start zapping all the rocks. Mm-hmm. Pew, 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 pew. That is not a high-tech security system. If it can be beaten with a handful of Skittles, you should probably ask for your money back. I'm just saying. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if the kid from the candy store can get into your house that easily. Anyway, uh, now, while the uh, the Marcus brothers are like a mile behind and they're like convalescing because they got beat up by the, bar- by the Barbaroi, you would be that old guy, Darren. Yeah. I probably would. <laughs> First time a 22-year-old college student comes rolling into my valley. Hi. You want to see my tricycle? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, so uh, they're back there, but Layla's fine. And she's like, mm-hmm. 
uh, fuck this, we got to go kill that vampire. So she hops on one of those side-mounted uh, motorcycles, which is actually a unicycle. Yeah. It's only got one wheel. One wheel. And she rides the one wheel, like, flying right there. So she actually catches up to D as he's making his way into this mirror tower thing. And she's like, oh, here I come. I'm going to I'm gonna get in front of him, and I'm going to kill Myers so I can get the, the 10 million. Uh, she flies off a ramp and then gets blown blown up by the laser <laughs> eyeballs. Um, D's on the point of making his way into the mirror tower when the door opens and the carriage goes flying out and just rockets right past him. So he's like, oh, fuck, and shit. So he's got a bit of a conundrum here. He can A, hop on his robot horse and go flying after the carriage, or B, do the decent thing and stop and, you know, offer aid to Layla, which is what he does. And by offer aid, I mean... Uh, Pick her up and set her down under a tree, really, is about the most of it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's pretty cool. He's like a decent dude. And then he goes taken off after uh, Meyer and Cassandra. Now we're going to cut to Meyer and Cassandra themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are inside the carriage. This carriage is ridiculous. It's like a stretch limousine. Um, it's like an apartment on wheels, yeah, really. really yeah. Being pulled by four robot horses, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty cool. When I say it like that, apartment on wheels pulled by robot horses. It's like Wild West. But yes, but with robots, which is pretty dope. Yeah, Wild West had robots. Oh, you're talking about the movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about just the Wild West in in general. (laughs) Connor, you're not ugly trash. Knock it off. Um, so that's wacky. Uh, they're actually in love. These two, uh, Layla or, uh, Cassandra wanted to be up to, she actually ran away with Meyer. She was of her own, uh, free will and choosing. So she's like, Oh, I love you so much. And he's like, we're going to go to the star. We can't stay at my mirror tower back there because my cheap ass eyeball laser things were easily defeated by a handful of rocks. We have to make our way to the city of night. City of Night. And then when we get there, we'll take a trip to the stars. The fuck does that mean? I don't know. Mm. I'm on the edge of my seat, though. I want to know where they're going. Far away. <laughs> do all vampires talk like that? I think they do. I yeah, think, probably. I think it I is. Mean, if you were a vampire, you'd probably want to talk like well, that. Well, I think there's like a bylaw of vampirism that you have to talk like a, a Hallmark greeting card all the time. Mm-hmm. So... I'd be terrible at it. I'd be like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that cheap-ass security system ain't doing shit. Come on, get in the carriage. <laughs> I'm going to call that guy, get my money back. Fucking eyeballs. That's all they are. Where are my swearwolves Come at? on, get the swearwolves going. <laughs> we got to go, man. It's got a fucking robot horse out there. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of that's fun. They're in love, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, now, at this point... The Marcus brothers have formulated a new plan, and it's actually a pretty good plan. They know where Meyer is going. He's going to the City of Night, Mm -hmm. and they know how to get there. There's a bridge that you got to cross to get to the city. So they get there ahead of uh, um, uh, the the carriage there, and they wire the bridge with explosives. And they're like, okay, we got you now, you fucker. So here comes the carriage. Now, at this point... Meyer has hired a couple of the Barbaroi as security guards to come with him. Mm-hmm. We got a chick with crazy hair, like a Medusa situation, and she can do all kinds of weird shit with her hair. Mm-hmm. And then we have another dude who appears to be a werewolf right off the get-go. Now, I'm not going to say he's a werewolf, but he's a, uh, a, he's shredded, and he's got a lot of body hair. Yeah. 
And other than that, he appears to be normal, but he's given off a very werewolfy kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, robot horses. Yeah, mm-hmm. Summer, robot horses, robot horses is what I'm talking about. So they get to the bridge and they pull up in the the Jeepers Creepers Marcus Vampire Killing Mobile is out in front of them. So there's like a standoff there. And they're like, hey, uh, we don't want to kill anybody. We just need to get that girl from you, and then you can go right on to the city there. So let's have her. We'll be on our way, and that'll be that. And the Barbaroy's like, come get her, fucko. So they start shooting at the werewolf guy. The werewolf guy is like, oh, he takes a couple of those glow stick arrows to the chest, and he's like, oh. <laughs> but then he turns into the full werewolf. And this, well, they look like glow sticks. <laughs> yeah. But he turns into the full werewolf, and this is where things get weird because he's got a giant mouth on his stomach. Yeah. So he goes like, you know, uh, the howling, but he just happens to have a giant mouth on his stomach mm-hmm. for eating shit, eating people, I would assume. But Kind of like aliens when the thing just burst out of the guy's chest. Yeah, but it was just a mouth. It, yeah, was, it was just, just a giant mouth, mouth mm-hmm. which I don't know. It's... Like, I could see having a mouth on my stomach, but is it going to talk? Do I want to know what my stomach has to say? <laughs> Man, you know, you didn't need those donuts this morning. Just saying. <laughs> Thought we were trying to lose weight, D. What are you doing? <laughs> Shut up, stomach. <laughs> All right, so that's kind of weird. Uh, but he he took a couple of those arrows. He goes falling off the bridge. So the the Marcus brothers are like, well, that was easy. Mm-hmm. We'll just go in there. It's the middle of the day, too. So they're thinking, well, we'll just go in there and get the girl. So they pop the, the fucking carriage open. And they're like, hey, there she is. Come on, sweetie. We're going to take you back to your family. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. I love him. I want to stay with him. And they're like, well, look, man, we're getting paid a lot of money to bring your ass back. So just go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys can hook up later or something. And she's like, no, no, no. So they just grab her. And they're taking her back to the... Uh, vampire mobile and then Meyer himself comes out in the daylight and he's like I won't let you take her he's got flames shooting off him and smoke and stuff because he's a vampire and he's out in the daylight Mm -hmm. he's like and the um, they're like "Uh, we don't have to kill you man and we don't want to we just want the girl we just want the girl and to be honest with you you're making our job pretty easy right now by being out here in the daylight so if you're going to keep coming then we're going to start shooting at you and he's like you're not going to take her so then they just light his ass up and then he falls down but then the werewolf guy you find out jumps back over the bridge and he's like just ripping through the uh uh Marcus brothers he kills knife guy and uh, cuts the eye out of the leader guy. Mm-hmm. So the leader guy's like, fuck you then. And he goes to click the clacker for the explosives. And you find out that while werewolf guy was, we thought was under the bridge, he was getting rid of all the explosives. So no more explosives. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so about that time, D and his weird mouth hand are watching this whole shit unfold from like some binoculars and Layla is with him now also because she's kind of pissed at the Marcus brothers for leaving her and she's kind of on team D now. So they're watching this through some binoculars and like, look at that. Cause they see Meyer go down, but then they see Cassandra run up to him and he's, she's like trying to shield him from the sun. She's like, what is that? She's, I thought she got abducted. What is she doing? She can't be protecting him. And then we find out, you know, they, now they, now they know that she's in love and that she was a willing participant in the quote unquote abduction. So they're like, Oh God, this puts a whole nother paint job on things. Let's just go get out of here. 
So uh, they get on uh, the robot horse and they go hauling ass. Uh, Cassandra gets Meyer back in the carriage and they go hauling ass into the city of night, which is, um, for lack of a better term, one big ass cathedral mm-hmm. that is like the size of a city and has like skywalks going in every direction into other cathedrals. It's like a giant, it's like a cathedral complex is yeah. what I would call it from what lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. So he gets in there. Uh, they they they're happy for a few minutes. They meet the the I guess the govern governess the countess, countess yeah. of the the city of night, uh, Carmilla. She's a bad bitch, and she is hot. Mm-hmm. I don't normally beat off to cartoons, but I was thinking about it. And I'm not saying I did. <laughs> I'm just saying the thought had occurred to me. Uh, she's got like the the Dracula hair that comes out on the sides, and she's you know all slinky in her little thing and she's like come on in we've been expecting you your trip to the stars will be waiting in the next night you can just go up there and go to the break to the stars if you want to and he's like thank you carmilla for your hospitality and she's like oh you brought a human with you you're gonna have to turn her into a vampire i guess And he's like yes i will do that so they go off and they spend the night together um this is when cassandra starts having second thoughts about this whole shit she's like ah I mean, I really dig this Meyer guy, but I don't know if I want to be a vampire right now. I'm not really looking for that kind of a commitment. And I kind of miss my dad and my brother. They're they're jerk-offs, but I love them anyway. Maybe I can just go home. And he's like, sleep on it and we'll discuss it in the morning. So, okay. About this time, Dee and Layla roll up on the scene. Mm-hmm. Now, let's not forget that we have two surviving Marcus brothers – we have the leader uh, from Gears of War, and then we have Hospital Bed Guy, who is another thing. Uh, the a leader has infiltrated the City of Night. Uh, he's in there, and he's poking around trying to find uh, Cassandra. He stumbles upon all of the already dead Marcus brothers. And he's like, oh, shit, it's good to see you guys. Boy, I've been looking all over. I really need some help with this shit. And then he gets impaled uh, from like a like a spear to the chest Mm -hmm. and now he's dead and that sucks uh d and layla just go right through the front door apparently if you're have like vampire dna then you're you just get free entrance into the city of night like a free pass yeah because d just walks right in and he's like oh yeah she's with me and then she walks in and then they start snooping and pooping trying to find uh cassandra Mm -hmm. now this is where things get weird and to be honest with you this is where Mm -hmm. i kind of Got a little lost in what the fuck was going on. So Layla and Dee separate. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to cut back to Meyer. Meyer's like, wait, Dee's here. I can feel him. I'm going to go kill his ass right now. I'll be right back. He's talking to Cassandra. He goes, he turns and does like the bat cape thing. And he's like flying around the cathedral trying to find Dee. And then Dee just pops out from behind a pillar. And he's like, hey, I don't want to fight you. Uh, I'm going to be leaving with the girl now. And then he opens his cloak and Cassandra's there and she's like hugging him. And he's like, she wants to go home, dude. So go ahead and take her home. And uh, sorry, this didn't work out, but we'll see you. Don't and, try and stop me. Yeah. And then Dee's like, or Meyer's like, no! And then out of nowhere, an axe comes like from like around a corner and cuts Meyer in half, like right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Boom. <clears throat> now... Okay, that was weird. That was weird because I don't know who the hell killed Meyer. 
More to the point, we're going to cut to D, who is somewhere completely different in the castle, still looking for Cassandra. So I wasn't sure if we did like a time jump or that was a flashback or what. It's going to be explained in a minute, but Mm -hmm. this part is really hard to follow because D is still snooping around the castle trying to find Cassandra. You dig? Opens a door and he sees his mom like sitting in a pond and she's like oh d i'm so sorry your dad was a bit of a fucker he was a vampire and i shouldn't have had sex with him and let him get me pregnant and he's like mom what the fuck so he goes up and like he's like trying to talk to her but she's like a young lady Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna cut to layla who is like snooping around a different part of the castle she opens a door and she sees herself as a little girl like playing by a well and she's like hey what the, hey, that's me there. What's what's this shit all about? Mm-hmm. So now they're and then here comes a, a squad of vampire uh, zombies and they have to kill all these guys. And then at that point, D's like, blah, blah, blah. "Hey, what the fuck? She's playing games with her mind." And we're gonna find out that Carmilla knows that they're there and she's fucking with them by tapping into their subconscious memories and subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could have that kind of commitment either. I mean. You know what, Courtney? Sounds like a moment of ADD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to come... I mean, if you're going to go full vampire for a dude, he better be the the dude. You know what I'm saying? He's got to sweep you off your feet. Because, like, I'll hook up with a chick, but, you know, I mean, if she wants to bite me, if she if, like that's one of her things, eh, you know, I'd uh, see what's going on. But if I find out later she's got herpes... Ah, I didn't sign on for that shit, sweetie. <laughs> time out, time Wait out. a minute. <laughs> we got to lay out some ground rules up front. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We got to specify what we want in this relationship. I don't want to be in it mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part. Uh, so that's pretty weird. Back away slowly. Now, uh, Layla and um, D have to fight Carmilla. And this part is weird, too, because I'm not 100% sure what the fuck was happening here. So they're fighting Carmilla. Uh, they're, you know, getting beat up pretty good, and they're doing some pretty good damage to Carmilla. But while that's happening, we're cutting back and forth to a crypt there in the castle with, like, a bag of bones in it. I'm trying to stay clean, but enter your own. Okay, well, what I mean, hey, whatever you're into, Courtney. Um but in, somewhere in the castle, there's like a, a crypt with a bunch of bones in it. And blood is flowing into that crypt. Mm-hmm. And this bag of bones is like it's like doing the Uncle Frank from Hellraiser, like slowly reforming itself into a person. A pretty hot person, too. Mm-hmm. It had a pretty nice set of uh, assets on it, if you understand what I'm saying. <clears throat> uh, I think that was uh, Carmilla, right? I don't know what that who that individual was. But like they're yeah. fighting it and then once they kill Carmilla, that thing like evaporates. So I wonder if that was like her actual body and what they were fighting was like some kind of a thought manifestation of her oh, or something. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But just as they kill Carmilla, the two sides of Meyer like slip back together and he's like, oh, okay, I'm a vampire. Uh, I got split in half, but I'm all right, I guess. And then Cassandra comes out just as Carmela is getting killed and Car- Carmela or Cassandra gets killed. And that sucks. So just as it, so Meyer like resurrected himself just just a second or two too late to save Cassandra. She's now dead. He wakes up and sees her dead and he's like, "No!" 
my love. And Dee's like, well, uh, she's dead, so I'll just take a, her, ring her ring back yeah. to her parents, and that's all the proof I need. And he's like, okay, we're going to take our trip to the stars now. Apparently, there's a fucking spaceship in this castle. Yeah, that was weird. That was that was a pretty weird ending. So him and the, the dead Cassandra go up into the spaceship and blast off to the, the sky. And as they're leaving, Layla's watching, and she's like, go, be together. Ooh. And then we get a very heartfelt moment between Dee and Layla where Layla is telling him that uh, she doesn't have anybody and she's terrified of dying alone. And then when she does die, she doesn't think anybody's going to mourn her. It's very touching. Then we fast forward about 50 years where Layla is now a grandmother and we're at Layla's funeral. And there's a lot of people there. And Dee, like the old West stranger in black, rolls up on his robot horse and hiding behind a tree yeah Layla's granddaughter's like hey you're the guy she's always talking about and Dee's like I just came to see my friend off and she's like oh you should come to the house and we'll have dinner and she's like no I have to go <laughs> and then that's pretty much the end of your movie man mm-hmm. Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust yeah what did you think I liked it pretty good show yes pretty good show I'm not a big yeah. anime guy um, me either more of a like a gothic ro- action romance is what I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, you got to be in the mood for some anime. Because if you're not into anime, don't even bother with this. Because this, yeah. Hour and 40 minutes. 7.7 stars mm-hmm. on IMDb. Pretty high for a vampire cartoon, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It's still a good show. Yeah. I dug it. Definitely worth watching. Definitely. Uh, other than that, I think we'll take us a little break and come back with some other stuff, yeah? Yeah.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Yeah. Buddy, Hmm. if I ever get abducted by a hot vampire chick, just assume... You're okay. That it's, <laughs> you know, that I gave my consent. It's a consensual thing. <laughs> okay. You don't have to chase me I figured me as now. much. Yeah, don't, you don't have to chase me. But, I mean, if you see a picture of her and she's got, like, uh, weird teeth or something, go ahead and come get me. Because oh, okay. that's probably, I mean, uh, fangs are okay. But like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, if she has, like, one of those brown teeth. You know, that one brown tooth. Like, yeah. yeah. Come get me, please. Or a gold tooth. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no. If she's got, like, a weird hair situation. You know what I'm saying? Like some kind of a beehive thing. Go, maybe she's a vampire from the uh, mid '60s. Yeah. All right, come on, come get me. <laughs> Not a fan of the come get beehive. Me. No, right? come get me out of there. <laughs> but if she looks like you know various adult film stars, oh, oh, yeah, okay. You know what? We'll we'll work that out. We'll, we'll I'll leave like a secret code. <laughs> oh, so yeah. if I want to, if I want you to come get me, I'll like a safe word. Yeah, I'll like uh, I'll draw Bye, apple. I'll draw an arrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, but the arrow's pointing down. I think that means she's hot. No, that was if it was sideways. Fuck. Oh, he'll be fine. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He'll figure it out, I'm sure. Are you ready to get into the Terra Dome Championship, sir? Fuck yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll <laughs> dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. To the Terradome. Get it on. Mm-hmm. We need to announce the 2019 Terradome champions, sir. Started off in the singles competition. We had for the championship Candyman versus Freddy Krueger. Oh, man. The glove struck true again and again, tearing through the Candyman's coat and exposing flesh and bone. Mm. But each wound only loosed more bees from the ghost's corpus. Soon Kruger found himself blinded and enveloped by the swarm. The Candyman only laughed as the stinging began. With a vote of eight to seven, buddy. Oh man, Candyman is this year's Terradome champion. <laughs> wow. Woo! I like that. 
I don't think he's ever won a championship. Yeah? He's always made it to like the final four. Never all the, never gone all the way. Wow. Until 2019. Congratulations. Bob. Well done, Candyman. And that that it's perfect timing with the release of the trailer. Oh yeah. I like that. Maybe that had something to do with it. I hope so. I like to think it did. I like to think that we influenced Jordan Peele. No. No. <laughs> no, we did not. But still, it's something I, I can fantasize about. Keeping the hope alive. You know, you never know. <laughs> Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Yeah. Team's competition. We had the Blind Dead versus the Nazi Zombies. Bullets tore through the ranks of the Knights Templar, along with heavy ordnance and even bayonets. But they advanced still. Unstoppable and unrelenting, the Templars fell upon the Nazis with rusted blades and time-old hatred far greater than any Axis power. Your 2019 team's champion, the Blind Dead. Oh Woo! God. The Blind Dead, buddy! We did it! We did it! They were slow, but they made a they comeback. They made it! It only took ten years, but they made it! Right? I love it! I love the Blind Dead! I'm going to get a... Get no, that tattooed on I'm your... not going to get a Blind Dead tattoo. <laughs> if I could find a Blind Dead t-shirt, I would oh, invest yeah. in that. I don't know if... The, I'll probably have to make my own. I'm sure it's out I there. Can, I can do that. I have one of those t-shirt machines. Those are your Terradome uh, champions for 2019, inmates. It's the Candyman and the Blind Dead. Uh, get ready for next year's tournament. It's going to be all kaiju. Starting off the first week in June, as usual, get us your kaiju uh, fighters that you want in the tournament now, and uh, we will we'll start picking fights around the first week of June, inmates. Wow. Get ready for that shit. I know nothing about kaiju. <laughs> Me I'll tell either. you right now, I know I I can name like five: uh, Godzilla, King Kong, Cthulhu, uh, what the fucking Mecha Godzilla, uh, Megalon, King Ghidorah. Actually, I do know quite a few. Got Big Man Japan. He's hilarious. Runs around in his underwear. Oh yeah, yeah. You should watch that. It's on Shutter. <laughs> All what? right, you. We will think about that, inmates. Uh, come up with some more kaiju's for us to put in this year's tournament. Uh, while you're thinking about it, though, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At, Buddy? Hmm. What Are You Looking At is the name of the segment. <laughs> That's what it's called. What are you looking at? How about Verotica? Sounds kinky. It is kinky. This is the <laughs> one that was written and directed by Glenn Danzig. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah? <laughs> Piece of work, huh? It's uh, just as bad as everybody says it is. Hmm. Um, imagine, here's how I, I liken it. Imagine <laughs> a bunch of, well, actually like three... Uh, 12-year-old boys with boners sitting around a campfire trying to scare each other or gross each other out. Okay. Let me give you some highlights here. You have a very uh, big-breasted young lady who has eyeballs on her nipples. Oh. Yeah, there's that. Hmm. Um, and she gives she gives birth to a spider demon that kills prostitutes while she sleeps. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, we have a stripper face collector situation. 
And uh, <laughs> we spend more time of that particular segment uh, with the strip club montages, mm-hmm. which I think was just Danzig nailing strippers. Oh, okay. Which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's what he wants to do. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Good for him. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Mm. It's it's an anthology thing. Uh, I you might say it's so bad it's good. Really, you might say that because the acting is abysmal. Uh, the stories are ridiculous. I think there's a Veronica comic book out there somewhere, and that's how this whole thing came to be. Huh. Okay. But it's 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 bad. I'll tell you right now, wow. it's a bad movie. Speaking of bad movies, I watched the new Black Christmas remake. Mm. (laughs) Have you seen this one? No. This one is... I'm staying away. This one is even worse than Veronica. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm somewhat offended by this. And I'm not... Okay, it's, it's... Let's let's just lay it out there. It's uh they don't like guys and they don't they like white guys even less. Oh wow. Okay, no, that's fine. I mm-hmm. get that. It's kind of in the zeitgeist right now, so that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I'm with you so far. But I'm not. That's not the part that offends me. The part that offends me is that this is a bad movie, and it is has very little, if not nothing at all, to do with the original Black Christmas or the 2006 remake. Okay. So really, I mean. It's a bad movie to start with. The acting is terrible. Uh, they telegraph the ending. You know, right? They're so ham-handed with the politics mm. that you know right off the bat what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay? You've got a hooded killer killing sorority girls. From, like the fr- like, I think three minutes in, they start talking about how the founder of the university was doing black magic. And he was sacrificing people. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, I don't really need to watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, thanks for giving it away. So, uh, I'll just change the channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good thing I didn't pay for this. But that, all that, that does, I mean, it's a bad movie. Ham-handed on the politics. They uh-huh. don't like uh, white guys. That's fine. I understand that, too. But mm-hmm. the offensive part, to me, is that they called it Black Christmas. This has nothing to do with the original film. At all. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Uh, it is. It's, it's marketed as a remake. Oh. So, no. <laughs> okay, now, if you're going to sell me a Black Christmas remake, it should have something to do with the original. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. original was a slasher flick. Mm-hmm. This is a ham-handed politics movie. Hmm. So, I don't understand. To me, that calling it Black Christmas is just a blatant cash grab. Yeah. This is a shit movie that we're, we're, we're giving you. You're not going to watch it. Uh, when Once you do watch it, you're going to hate it. And you're going to tell all your friends that you hate it, and thus they're not going to watch it. But wait! We're going to call it Black Christmas. Now we might be able to fool some people into uh-huh. watching it. You. Well, I didn't pay for it, so <laughs> who's the joke really on here, buddy? <laughs> it's bad, man. And oh, it's wow. it's not just the politics or the telegraphed ending. Uh, the acting is abysmal. Um, th- there's so much, so many plot holes in this and things that don't make any sense. Like the the sorority sisters in question, they're they're very politically active, and mm-hmm. they want to get one of their teachers removed because he's only teaching. Uh, his curriculum doesn't include anybody of color or any females. Oh, okay, okay. Eh, well, 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 whatever. Yeah, right. But the fact that they're in a sorority is contradictory to that. Mm-hmm. So why would they? I mean, like, if you were to go to an actual college campus mm-hmm. and look at like the political active element of it, those aren't the sorority sisters. You know right. what I'm saying? Because that's flies in the face of everything they're fighting against. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Uh, just stay away from it. I'm just going to leave it at that. Just You don't want it. Hmm. I watched that, and then I watched uh, a fun little anthology movie called Skeletons in the Closet. Oh. Not a bad show. Uh, I do have one problem with it, though. Mm-hmm. The wraparound is supposed to be 80s throwback, so it's all like, you know, VHS tapes and the socks with the toes cut out and oh, wow. Cosby sweaters. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then when you get into the actual segments... They all take place like in modern day, so oh, weird. that doesn't that kind of it's kind of hard to get behind that. Other than yeah. that, it wasn't bad. Hmm. That's all I'm looking at, amigo. Did you get to watch anything? Yeah, uh, finished the first season of OA and about halfway through the second season. Very cool, and uh, still a good show. It's really interesting, and I got to check out this little short flick called "What Did Jack Do?" <laughs> Is that the David Lynch one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard about it. Uh-huh. Guy I work with told me about it. He said. Uh, what what the actual hell? <laughs> yeah, it was so, really weird. <laughs> okay. Well, you made it through a racer head. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, you could definitely see the similarities. Is there some similarities? Yeah, okay, it's great. just him talking to like this monkey with <laughs> that's like a person because okay. it's got the lips. <laughs> yeah, All a right. person talking. Just, that's it, huh? It's a weird conversation. How, how long is it? 17 minutes. That's all I need? Yep. Okay. 17 minutes on Netflix. All right. I might fire it out while I edit Check the it show. Check it out. It's really weird. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what you come to expect from David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right. That's what we're looking at this week. How about some immersion therapy then, Tuffo? Mm-hmm. Immersion therapy. What did you think of the last broadcast, sir? Yeah, it was all right. It was fine. It was better than Blair Witch. You think so? I think so. I wouldn't go that far. Really? No. I mean, that, I mean, the in Blair Witch, that chick was just oh, I couldn't stand her. I agree with you a hundred percent. But I refuse to let Heather Donahue ruin that movie for me. <laughs> I still think it's an all right show despite that fucking bitch. Mm. Um, it's not a bad show. This one actually came before The Blair Witch. Right. But it, only by a matter of you like You see the year. similarities. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for the ending. No, I didn't like the ending. just have the narrator go out there and be the killer. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Uh, leading up to it, though, I thought it was pretty cool. You mm-hmm. know, I was holding out hope that the actually the Jersey Devil... Was going to make, gonna an, make appearance. an appearance, and maybe he killed everybody. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I like the whole mockumentary style thing. Have you ever seen a movie called Lake Mungo? I think I have. You should check that out. I think that's about as good as it gets, as far as it's Australian, as far as uh, mockumentary style stuff. Hmm. That one takes you on some turns. All right, my man. Uh, how about this week we check out another evil from 2017? This one is streaming on Shutter. <coughs> Excuse me, but he's not going to be here next week, so this is my pick. If you don't like it, you can blame me and go fuck yourself. It's directed <laughs> by Carson D. Mel, uh, and you can find that streaming on Shutter as we speak. Um, other than that, man, I think all we have left to do is educate Miss Monica, which we don't have. Which means you're going to have to educate me this week, Mm. buddy.
Educating Miss Monica. Do you remember her clues from last week? No. Me neither. I'm pretty sure I don't know what it was, though, because I thought I had something, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you some different clues to a different movie that um, you may or may not know. Okay, um, I am about to be the heir of a giant fortune, but I just got married, and the only way I get into the family is if I survive the night. And these fucking, this is a bizarro family. And they like to play some fucked up games. Think about that. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I think I think that movie is probably a little too new. Fuck. Buddy's got a shit-eating grin on his face, which means <laughs> that he knows the answer already. Fuck that up. All right. Think about that, inmates. Uh, we'll, I'll fill you in next week on who I am. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it for the week. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Sorry, Miss Monica couldn't be here. Join us next week for King of Thorn here in the padded room. Yeah. Uh, carrying on uh, Anime Month. Uh, other than that, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps us out quite a bit with visibility. Uh, we do have a Patreon campaign running. Find out anything you need to know about us or our subsidiary programs at paddedroompodcast.com. Four. Buddy, Miss Monica and Absentia, cartoon vampires, chicks that would like to get with cartoon vampires, uh, bizarro haircuts, eyeball uh, nips, eyeball nips, uh, ham handed politics, and the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week.